Introduction. I gotta introduce you. This is Scott. Hi, how's it going? Hello. Scott, Hello. this is Lily. She works with me over at uh, Out West in the restaurant I work at. Hi, Lily. Hello. Do you have three L's in your name? Yeah. That's awesome. Just like three the flower. L's, and e. Just like the flower. That's awesome. And of course, this is Fuck You Juan. Fuck you guys. I'm here. I'm Fuck You Juan. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so the way you say f- hi to Juan is you say, fuck you, Juan. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Got it. Aww, I'll say it for you. Fuck you, Juan. Yeah, I'll say it for you, too. Fuck you, Juan. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck you, guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so the reason we are here tonight, we are doing a mental disorder, or sorry, shouldn't say disorder. We're doing a... What, mental health? Mental health. Yes. That's the word they're using now. Mental health. Yes, mental health. Can, can I ask what made you what made you think of this topic? I like it. Me or her? Her. I thought it was her idea. Um. Was it your idea? You know, it was a mutual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it was a definitely a mutual thing. I also feel like generally there is a lot of diagnosed and undiagnosed um, mental health. I don't know if you want to call it disorders, but, you know, mental health issues that people don't really talk about all the time. And in my opinion, that kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, like substance abuse in the restaurant industry as well. Oh, that's a huge thing. You know, it's funny. I, I never really thought much about about this until until you guys brought it up and I started researching it. And I mean, how dumb am I? I mean, I never even put two and two together. You got someone like, you know, the the godfather himself of American cuisine, Anthony Bourdain. You're not American cuisine, but, you know, American <laughs> chefing. Uh, and he killed himself. Like, and you don't think about, like, I didn't put two and two together that the stress and everything we go through. I mean, think oh, about 100%. it. And a lot of, like, mental disorders, too, um, actually, like, facilitate substance abuse. I love drugs. Like, um, I, have, <laughs> I have ADHD like diagnosed ADHD I'm on medication for it and like one of the big things that you know people with ADHD are susceptible to is you know nicotine addictions and you know different substance addictions so that's definitely something that I feel like people don't really talk about ever what what medicine do they have you on for ADHD Adderall yeah they got me on that too and then they're trying to put me back on Vyvanse right now yeah, no, I'm on generic Adderall. Yeah, do you ever crush it up and snort it? <laughs> asking, asking, asking for a friend. For a friend. Um, no, and I don't know if I'm down to try. Well, telling you from a friend, it's quite fun. You should do it sometime. <laughs> his, friend, his friend told him it's awesome. Me taking Adderall isn't fun because it just makes me a normal human being. Uh, see, I, I can attest to that. Yeah. I've noticed her coming to work one time, and I was like, oh, my God, you are so awesome right now. You're so random and hyper, and I love this you. And she said she forgot her medication. And I was like, dude, this needs to be you every fucking time because this is awesome. That was my biggest fear getting on the stuff is uh, losing that kind of, you know, the scatterbrainedness that the makes us. The of your personality. Makes us us, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I make it a point to not take it every day because I don't want to, as my mother would say, dull my sparkle. <laughs> oh, I like that. Right? So I make it a point to not take it every day or else I'll become, you know, a shell of a human. And, you know, obviously I don't want that. Yeah, no. Right. I, I agree with that 100%. I'm, I'm uh, you know, how they ran out of Adderall for a while. I still haven't taken taken any of my meds since then. Like, they've got some for me. I just haven't even picked them up. I don't know. It's tweaky, you know. It kind of takes you down yeah. that road, you know. I actually can't get any right now. Like, I have some from a previous prescription, but there's a shortage. So I'm having so much trouble getting my prescription. Ah. So I've been using them, like, extra sparingly. Right, like. So I've like, just, I've just literally been raw dog in life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, raw dog that life. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love that. That yeah, that's 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 just craziness. I mean, if you think about like the restaurant industry and just like it's long hours, it's high paced, it's high stress. You know, it's late night, so there's not a lot else going on but drugs and alcohol. Once you're done, you yeah, know? It, it'll get to you. It'll get to you. All of that, the yeah, long hours. Yeah, How long have you worked in I, restaurants? I had to, me personally? Yep. Uh, seven years. I've been working in restaurants since I was 16. I'm 23 now. And, and what, do you do, what do you do there? Um, so I've done literally everything. I've dishwashed, cooked, served, busboy, bartend. Like, my past three shifts, I have bartended, served, and dishwashed. Dang, like what, within the past three days. What, what's your favorite thing to do in a restaurant? Uh, probably bartend, honestly. Yeah, I like that too. On stage. For the money or yeah, because you're up there in front of people and get to talk to everyone? Um, <laughs> it's really for the, for the money and like the side work I feel is significantly less than anything else that I've done. Right. Which I know like sounds really shitty, like, oh, but like I'm not a lazy bitch. Like I'll literally do whatever, but if I had to choose to do something, like I would definitely bartend. Plus the money in the money best bartending. Like for yeah. hour per hour, like you know. Yeah, per yeah. hour. Yeah. Like I bartend uh at the place that we work at on probably one of the slowest nights of the week and I make fucking bank. See? I'm in the wrong side of this business. You're also the wrong gender. I am. Yeah, that, that's why I left the kitchen. You know what I feel like isn't talked about enough, and this could go hand in hand with mental health, how there is this, like, which I don't know if y'all will agree, but just hear me out as my opinion as a woman who's worked in a kitchen, there is this, like, internalized sexism, misogynistic kind of view from a lot of men who work in the kitchen looking at women working in a kitchen. Oh, that's funny because... Uh... Uh, the podcast that we had with Juan like a few weeks ago, um, he actually mentioned that him getting into the chef business. I just want to cut in with fuck you, Juan, in case you were confused. It's fuck you, Juan. It's fuck you, Juan. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not just Juan. It's not just Juan. It's fuck you, Juan. But uh, he mentioned, you like, you. I love you too. He wanted to get in the, in the, the chef business, and it, would look, it was frowned upon pretty much in Colombia because mostly women are doing the cooking. It's not really men. But when he got into the industry, he realized that most of the people that were cooking were guys. So it's kind of weird. But, yeah, like, women are looked down upon a lot of times. Like, I had, I've had a few female chefs, and they were pretty damn good. But, again, the industry got to them because a lot of men would just, like, give them shit about being women in the kitchen. And yeah. it's weird. Oh, 100%. And I was 
you know, freshly 18, 19 when I was cooking in a kitchen. And the uh, head chef that I was under was, you know, a middle-aged Dominican man. And he literally looked down on Maybe. me as if I was like a lesser like a lesser human. It was like every task he would give me, he would say, are you able to do that? Do you think you can <laughs> wow. handle it? And it's like, listen, motherfucker, I can chop a potato. <laughs> and I it's not that fucking hard. Are, are you, I, are, I mean, are you sure you can chop a potato though? I mean, that's... <laughs> If I can do it at home for my boyfriend, I can guarantee I can do it here. Like, <laughs> That's so. Are you sure you can do it? Now, don't get mad at me. Is it that time of the month? Don't get little, mad at me. Your little girly hands. Yeah, right, like, literally, I was just like, what the fuck? So I had to go to the owner of the restaurant and be like, I don't want to work with this guy. Like, at all. It's and understandable. I was the only girl who felt that way. Like, he did it to the servers. Like, he was just, like, very, very, like, sexist. But it was specifically to the women who were working in the kitchen. You know what typically yeah, that is? Like, that means he's got some wife that rules his shit at I home. I never see one woman sets in the kitchen. You know, like... Like, what the fuck is this guy's issue? Does he think I have a bigger dick than him? Because I probably do, but that's uh, not the No, that's exactly... Don't tell him about that dick in your purse. That's exactly... I'll tell you, I worked with a lot of chicks, and I think it's fucking gangster. Personally, like I, I don't, I don't know you, but I personally find it kind of like super hot when a chick is just ruling it in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't mean that in a sexist or weird way. I find it hot when Lowe's doing it in the kitchen like that. You know, I mean, that boobs hanging out and all. Yeah, Lowe Lo always <laughs> cooks with his shirt off. It's, it's nice. Luis, only Luis, at your house. Luis, you're the girl sexy in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm the sexy girl in the kitchen. Yeah, yes. you, you, I know that. Yeah, you, you know that. We work together. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> so, 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 let's keep this on track because we're trying to this new, new thing where we're actually keeping keeping our podcast on kind of a course here. Oh, sorry. No uh, dick jokes. Would you say that maybe addiction comes from that culture of you got to be as tough as nails in a kitchen and you can't complain about anything? I mean, like, do you think that people with addictive personalities are drawn to the restaurant biz? more than the biz creates addictive personalities you know creates or they come in that's what i'm saying like do you think like because the culture is more indicative to like not noticing that you're kind of like whacked out like i mean i mean the reason i got into cooking because i heard they don't drug test so i was like dude i can smoke weed and cook yeah yeah me too like it was they didn't drug test and also it was real easy to get a dishwasher job and be high and then all of a sudden it's real easy to cook and be high you know yeah sorry lily i apologize What, what do you think what do you think on that one it creates addicts or you're already addict coming in um I gotta think about that for a second. Like for me no, personally, I, I think I gotten worse working in the kitchen. Just again with the stress levels, like I drank more now. I definitely drink more. I smoke more. Well, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. I, 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 oh, interesting. I, I'm not kidding. Like this sounds so stupid, but literally, I was falling asleep grinding meat, doing my old food trucks. When I had two two burger trucks, I ground all my own meat. And the dude whose bar I used his kitchen, he came in there and I was asleep with my hand in the meat grinder. Like it wouldn't fit down in there. Like I wouldn't grind my hand. But my hand but my hand is literally like in the meat grinder and my, and I'm asleep standing up like out cold. He comes in, he wakes me up with a spoon, a little fucking key of cocaine. He's like, snort this. I was like, oh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't done that in years, dude. And he's like, just you need it right now. I'm like, yeah. And he and it got me through the night. And it got me through a lot more nights thereafter, you know, like, because 
And, and I hadn't wanted to do that, but it kind of created that so, with me. It did that for I me. I feel like I have a unique, more, um, I guess, scientific approach or viewpoint on that. So um, I'll say specifically for, like, attention disorders or even, you know, like, I could go as far as, like, autism. Okay. There is a, the restaurant industry is so, like, interesting and captivating and everybody wants to do it because of, like, the biology of attention disorder. So my brain, like without medication or anything, is um, everything is very, very short term. Nothing super quick. So, and my brain celebrates very small victories. So if I go to a table and I bring ranch in my brain, I'm like, oh, I completed a task. That's a small victory. That's awesome. So people with attention disorders are more attracted to the industry because everything is so short term. Nothing is long term. It's not like sitting in an office working on a project. Right. That'll take you a month. Everything, like, you, you know, even like tables, sm- more tables small goals, 30 minutes. It, more instant you know gratitude. Like, it's very it's more very instant gratification. Attention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You get that little hit of dopamine whenever you, you know, look at a checkbook and you see your tip, or even if you're working in the kitchen, you get that, you know, little. Uh, that one table that says everything yeah, was yeah, delicious. Right? Exactly. You get that little hit of dopamine whenever you finish a ticket. You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing, that very short term, like, everything is super short. So you're getting all these hits of dopamine, you know, super quickly, and you're getting a bunch of them in one night. So you're generally going to be more attracted to that than if, you know, you were working an office job or even, like, being a teacher or something. Yeah, with deadlines and all that stuff. Hey, uh, exactly. were you ever, like, in drama, band, anything like that, where you, where you were in front of people, speaking, debate? Uh, no. Uh, well, I was a dancer. You were a dancer? I just, yeah. I always, I always wonder that about like bartending, serving and stuff. Cause it, you're on, you pretty much are on stage. You have to be a good public speaker. You've got to be comfortable in front of people. You've got to be, you've got to want to be in front of people, do that job right. You know, I tried it yeah, and I so tell you, I hated it. I was a dancer, but also I am the middle child and I'm the only girl. So everything's always been, at least for me, I've always been very, like, outgoing, very star of the show type. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I guess that could factor into it a little bit. Like, if I was an introvert, I definitely would probably wouldn't want to do this. Right? Yeah, like, the introvert. That that sounds like a great Saturday Night Live skit. Like, you know, Lily the introvert bartender. You know, like, like, can can I order? (laughs) I guess. You know, I mean, like, (laughs) what are you doing right now, Lily? I'm sorry? What are you doing right now? Are you still cleaning? Uh, Yeah, I'm actually taking out the garbage cans. This is my first dishwashing shift here. Nice. Good Uh, job. At this restaurant that I'm at. Let me ask you this, because I had to wash dishes tonight. I've washed dishes my entire career. I hate washing dishes. I love washing dishes. Cause it's so simple, yeah, but right. I hate washing dishes cause yeah. I'm over it. You know? <laughs> but let me ask you this. Do you like every time I do dishes, no matter what, I'm completely soaked, like head to toe. I mean, oh, that's yeah. a given. But. I used to work in Lake Tahoe and I had to do dishes like at the end of a Sunday night shift, hundred covers. And it was just me doing the dishes. Cause my boss thought that'd be a fun way to save money. 
And you walk out, and it's like zero degrees outside on top of the mountain in the middle of winter. And you walk out after, like, your Sunday night shift, and, like, your, your clothes are fr- like a frozen board on the front part of you. It's pretty crazy. See, I like dishwashing. It be, it, it's peaceful to me. Uh, it's it, peaceful. I don't have to worry. I don't have to talk to people. I'm more introvert than I, I give out, I guess. Dude, I, I can't count I'm how just, many times in the middle I of a fat it. rush when everything's love starting it. to flip upside down and you're going crazy. I've looked at the dishwasher and went, I want to just go back to doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I want to go do the simple stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. No brain capacity needed. Yep. Yeah, right? But I almost feel like because I'm dishwashing at a place where, like, my friends were, that I was, like, I almost felt like I was missing out on the fun. Like, they got a rush tonight, and I was like, I'm stuck in the kitchen right now. Yeah, that is the hard part about being in the dish pit, you know? Yeah, you don't get to talk to as many people. I started, like, running their food because I'm like, gosh, like, I'm bored almost. Like, I I need excitement. Yeah, see, that's what you're a glutton. You're a lifer. You're a glutton for punishment. Yeah, you love it. You're, you love that, person, you're that person every restaurant needs, but every restaurant <laughs> doesn't have. Someone's just a jack of all trades and will do yep. it with a smile on do their whatever. face. Do whatever. Look at you right now. Yeah, you're no, you're taking out the trash and doing a podcast. With a smile on your face. With a smile on your face, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've literally done everything except manage. I don't really want to manage. That just seems like a lot of trouble that I don't want to get into. <laughs> I thought that at first, too. <laughs> and I stand corrected. <laughs> well. I have, it's, it's babysitting. Pretty much managing is babysitting and dealing with personalities. That's what yeah. managing is. And you know what? I never wanted to until I got to the restaurant I'm at right now. And, dude, it is a lot of personalities and... It, it fucks with you. Again, getting back to the mental thing, it's a it's a mind fuck. And like, yeah, well, something for me that I feel like I almost like fucked myself with is I just graduated from college, like two months ago maybe, and I got my fucking degree in supervision and management. Yeah, congratulations again, manage. by the way. Yeah, Thank congrats, you. fucking college graduate. Yeah. Oh, I invited you to my grad party on Facebook, Louis. Did you? I don't have Facebook anymore. <laughs> oh. All right, I'll just text you a screenshot of the okay. invitation. I, I'm down. I'm down to go. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. What, what was your uh, GPA? Oh, uh, not good. No, but you finished, like a, right? A, <laughs> but you finished. Like a 2.8 like a or something? I don't know. I, I'm not a very good student. Do you want to know something cool but about... But then again, I, I raw-dogged college for the first four years. I only got on Adderall my last semester. Nice. But did you find it easier? Did you find anything better about Adderall? Do you see the the, the joys of it? Uh, yeah, I wasn't spending twelve hours, no, eighteen hours collectively doing schoolwork. Instead, I was only doing it for like five. Right. Yep. No, that's when that when that shit's when that shit's hitting, man. When it's working right, I'd like I don't even have to, I don't even have to write a prep list like. My day's just, like, it's just done. Like, you know, I've got all the hot stuff cooking all at once, not even thinking about it, you know. Doing all my cuts while it's just doing its shit, and pretty soon I end up with the frying stuff, and, and the day's prepped, you know, like, simple. No thought. And then there's days I'm not on it, and, like, I'm there for six hours and just walking circles around the kitchen, thinking I'm doing stuff. 
See, I don't know. I have never been diagnosed, but I feel like I have it. Because the other day I went into work, and I usually medicate before I go to work. And I didn't. And you know what? I was everywhere, and I was being messy, and I realized it as I was doing it. And I'm like, dude, there's something wrong with me today. And somebody asked me, well, the other person that was supposed to be here for the podcast, Christian, he asked me, he's like, did you smoke today? And I was like, no. And he's like, there you go. And I was like, you know what? You might be right. Like, I'm, like, I'm getting shit done, but it's so sporadic. And I'm like, I'm not finishing anything. Like, I have everything going, but I'm not finishing. I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I feel like I'm not focused. Yep, dude. My That's first- the only thing that changed, though. So I got to think, like, oh, maybe it's because I didn't smoke and I, didn't, I can't focus. That's one thing. I feel like I would be an even, like, I would be a huge hothead if I didn't also have diagnosed anxiety. So I get, like, super fucking anxious when I smoke, but I feel like that would solve, like, so many issues for me, but I just physically, like, can't do it. I smoke at work? Have you tried eating it? Yeah. No, I've tried, but, like, if I'm around people and I'm high, I get, like, so freaked out. I'm like, oh, my God, everybody's looking at me. Like, everybody's looking <laughs> weird. And that, like, no, but, like, that even happens if it's just me and my boy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, he's staring at me. Like, he's so weird right now. Like... You don't get giggly? Like, it, I get giggly. It, it, like, I just want to smile all the time. And then you stop and you say out loud, shit, did I just say all that out loud? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? Who? He's staring at me. Oh, hey, did I say that? Literally. But if I'm by myself, I'm totally fine. But if I'm with literally anybody else, (laughs) I get like just super freaked out. It's like some. My my dog will even be looking at me and I'm like, fuck, she knows. (laughs) She fucking knows. Hey, have you ever, you know who John, I think it's like John LaJoy. You know who John LaJoy is? I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm, yeah. mur- I'm murdering his name. There's so there's a TV show that Lowe always talks about. It's called The League. Yeah. And the guy in there, uh, the Canadian, the main guy, the Canadian dude that's the, the actor guy that that does all the funny songs. Oh, Taco. Yeah, Taco. John Lawah, John LaJoy, whatever. He's got that. You know, I'm yeah, just yeah, your yeah. average everyday normal guy. There's nothing special about me, motherfucker. You know, he's got all these weird songs like that. He's got a whole song called. Uh, uh, high as fuck And there's a There's a whole like Verse in the song All about like How you're lost in the mirror For days Just looking at yourself And you look down Your dog's looking at you Like you need help It all rhymes It's just the funniest shit ever He's got a video for it He's like just High And then he looks down His dog's looking at him Shaking his head like You high motherfucker you high as fuck. And I I have such like Emotionally expressive dogs like, they show it on their faces, so I'll look at them, and I can tell that they're looking at me like, damn, she needs help. So I'm just like, I can't even be around them. Do you know how you know when you need help is when your dog actually says to you, you need help? You need help. When he starts speaking. Yep. Well, guys, duty calls. I, I, I got to run. Well, sorry we got a little off topic there towards the end, but I really appreciate all your insight because... I mean, we ran through quite a few little things that we talked about, and I don't think we solved anything at all, but at least we, like, talked about it. I've been thinking a lot about it since you guys brought it up, and, and honestly, now everybody I look at in my restaurant, I'm like, ooh, that motherfucker's got mental illness, you know? Pineapple. <laughs> Pineapple. Babies, babies, yeah, babies, Of Liz. course, of course, and if y'all, if y'all want me to join a call again, you know, whenever I'm free, 
I'm uh, always down. So, hey, Lily, thank you so much. It was nice meeting you. I love the fact that you nice were working you. the entire time we were talking about <laughs> this. Yeah. I'm fuck you guys. <laughs> I think it's great. If you, if you ever need a job, talk to me because I could probably find you work at my work, too. Because it sounds like you're a damn go-getter. I'm not trying to poach you, but uh, <laughs> yeah. come on over. Don't take my intel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lily. I'll talk to you guys Maybe later. not now, but later, right. yeah. Later. Nice night, meeting you. Oh. The initial sticker, the initial sticker, the initial sticker. Uh, I can guess what y'all expect from me. What? Record set, start some shit with uh, punches coming like Chung Lee. Oh. Pretty boy, cause I dress nice, but boys about to get ugly. ugly. Cause women out here dress real nice, but damn if they ain't gon' love me. Love me. Girl, just let me be. Let me be. Girl, you don't need these trees. Nope. That's more that's left for me. Yep. We get dirty and hate soap. Hate scrubbies, hate poke poke. Can't love them, so I get ghosts. Get gone like payroll. It's hello. Hello. I'm doing this for no features. Features. And that beat you here, but that's me, bitch. I'm doing this like old PC. J. Cole, J. Dilla. Big Crip, Gorilla. I reach havoc, hit your doom soon. No worries, I make it quick. Shit. Uh, what I'm a Florida boy, Florida raised. 